Welcome back to another great episode of Dinner for Breakfast. I'm your host, Bailey, joined by James. Um, yeah, Wes is out of the office this evening. He's out doing an ice carving event this whole week, and he's unable to join for this week's recording. So uh, James and I are controlling the reins here this fine, <laughs> wet afternoon. Yeah, it's kind of like foggy, misty, whatever it is. It's like hanging in the air, but it's still yeah. cold, but not like cold enough yeah. to completely freeze over i don't know it's weird <laughs> yeah it's uh it's melting my ice so i yeah, yeah. i'd like my ice to <laughs> stay there for my ice fishing Big i think we need fishing. i think we need like a a mascot or another logo to associate with our um podcast so that next time when wes is in a competition he can like make our a statue to the oh, podcast, whatever that may yeah. be. I don't know what that would be just yet, but that would that'd be perfect. <laughs> I think I think he said he was going to do some dice with his brother. Him and his brother mm-hmm. are carving, so yeah. I think like maybe some dice. They're big D and D players, and I think they both have a obsession with dice. So <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, Wes, but it seems to be what I understand. So let it be that. Um, but yeah, you guys are stuck with James and I. So if you guys are just fans of Wes, that's unfortunate. But if you're not a fan of Wes, (laughs) but if you are a fan of Wes or not a fan of Wes, sit back and enjoy. (laughs) This is also our mixology episode. So Wes is missing out on all the fun. Yeah. Um, yep. And, uh, as everybody should know by now, or if you're a new listener, mixology is we all come with a new cocktail. Uh, we try to make it different every time, a little fun. Um, I tend to roll with either a shotgunning a bottle of wine or <laughs> I uh, find like a fun, trendy cocktail. And uh, I'm just going to. I thought the first time we actually did mixology, all you brought was like a beer or something. <laughs> it was it was a banana bread beer. To all be right. fair, it was different. <laughs> it was different than like a, just your bush light. It was mm, fun. Mm-hmm. But I. um. I've come. I would say I've tried to come correct better ever since then. So okay, all right. But, well, um, I guess why don't you uh, start us off? Yeah, <laughs> I'll bring us home. I'll start us off. Uh, right in my cup right now is just some rum chata. I saw this on Instagram. That's where I find a lot of my fun cocktail ideas. I saw Dr Pepper and rum chata. Um, I don't know how well it'll mix or anything, or if it'll be even good <laughs> taste. But the video I did see see was a the coconut cream rum chata couldn't really find it and i just got a couple shooters anyways so i just figured regular rum chata would work better anyways so but yeah i'm very curious on to see what uh what will come of this yeah uh it's uh i mean does dr pepper do like oh oh no flavored surely dr pepper like vanilla exists this is kind of whoa yeah it's it's frothing out of control out of his uh mason jar that he's drinking out of here (laughs) <laughs> oh mm. Mm. sorry audio uh, sorry and for everyone who doesn't like the uh just like wes he's gonna love listening to this <laughs> slurping all the all the noise it, uh, <laughs> it was quite the overflow i was not getting my little mustache but uh i didn't i wasn't expecting a whole overflow like that for some reason Anything that, like, I swear, you mix with Dr. Pepper tends to make it fizz up more than any other pop. <laughs> but uh, how is the taste, though? The foam was good. Oh, problem yeah. is, it looks I don't like you can see that. About, like, it looks a little twenty five percent of a drink, and then the rest foamed up and like expanded. So <laughs> yeah, um, 
the slight problem that I was wondering if it would happen, but I didn't think it would happen, is a uh, is a curdling situation I got over here with uh, the milk or whatnot and the rum chata and the Dr. Pepper. Now, I don't know why it would do that, because I don't think, uh, is it, I would guess is it, it would just like frothy or is it actually like curdled? No. I'll see if you can see, like, can you see that? Yeah, it does have some, uh. Yeah, so we're gonna floaties. We're gonna drink my uh cinnamon cinnamon flavored cottage cheese real quick, and uh, we'll really see. <laughs> well, the cinnamon toast crunch flavor of <clears throat> rum chata. I figured it would taste. That's what cottage cheese would taste like if it was like this. With that, I don't know but, if it would, but, but anyways, <laughs> if rum chata was uh rum chata was cottage cheese, this is what it would be. But anyways, um, wish me luck on this one. Uh-huh. We're actually getting down to the liquid part of it. Big sip. I mean, if the uh, rum chata, like, didn't curdle, it would be delicious, but it's just that, like, <laughs> the curdling really is off-putting, and mm, this might be the, wor- the first bad drink on Mixology, just being honest here. I'm just gonna drink the Dr. <laughs> Pepper the rest of the day, but, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's very, if you don't like the curdled, which I'm not a huge fan of myself, yeah, it's not not the best, I guess. Flavor-wise, it's good, but the like is downgrading it. It takes me back to the days at the old apartment where we had that game that Ryan brought where you yeah. you just select <laughs> a bunch of bottles and you had to like I wasn't it like you the each bottle gets like a number and you have this spinner thing and then you had to add that to yeah. like a shot yeah. or something so it'll tell you like how many parts of this, how many parts of that or whatever. Yeah. And you brought to the table like banana pudding cream liqueur and like half the other stuff we had was like citrus involved so like so many things cardi lemon yeah it was terrible that was awful yeah Yeah. it's unfortunate that you had to go through that pain but better you than me i guess (laughs) um this time i have i just I, I save things to my phone. I take a screenshot and I have like a little separate album on my phone that's like recipes or drinks. We can uh, we'll throw it up on the gram. We'll throw it up on yeah. this, uh, when this episode drops gram. Be sure to be um, on the lookout. I think this is from probably, I think it's from like one of the YouTube channels I watch about making drinks and stuff. Um, okay. I think it's Educated Barfly. Uh, it's called Ghost of Black's Beach. It's got two mm. ounces of Jamaican rum, uh, three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, uh, like a, a fat quarter ounce. It's not quite half an ounce, not quite a quarter ounce. So we call it a fat half ounce <laughs> <laughs> or a quarter ounce of uh, Benedictine. And then the same for some velvet uh, falernum, which is a like it's like a tropical uh, velvet falernum is like a more syrupy kind of liqueur got a kind of unique taste it's in a lot of like tropical tiki beverages and stuff like that which we do uh, know you you are a fan of the tiki that is true uh it's a tiki boy tiki weather right now in michigan but you know it is not you just you make the drinks in your house buy a heater and you can kind of trick yourself into believing you're at a tropical resort before you drink that is there any like hot tiki drinks out there hot tiki drinks 
is like a hot toddy not because that's probably not considered one that's not like necessarily a tiki drink per se i guess but i'm sure yeah. there's some i i'm not you know i mean okay. excluding all the ones that have been lit on fire they're not necessarily <laughs> hot drinks but they are fair hot <laughs> to a certain degree um fair enough give it a little sip here i haven't really had a good chance to uh, i haven't made this before so this will be my first time trying it really mm-hmm. he drinks no slurping because he's considerate and uh it's pretty good nice and it's pretty good it's pretty good there you go it's, it sounded uh, pretty good yeah i think it's a pretty unoffensive drink it's pretty simple not a whole lot burns a lot you know very bright from the lemon juice and stuff it's just kind of a nice nice solid drink that's what i like to hear that's what i like <laughs> to hear I, uh... I put a fun little uh sword cocktail uh I saw that garnish oh, skewer in there. Yeah, what is yeah, that rolled up? Thing. I uh, it doesn't look very good. I I kind of ended up looking like the mast of a ship almost. I rolled up yeah. like a little uh, slice of orange skin, and then you I know, put like I was gonna a say, half of a some, cherry. <laughs> I thought it was like some raw smoked salmon. I was like, whoa. Yeah, you ever just put sushi <laughs> in your drink? <laughs> Pretty good. Little little sashimi on top. Also, did you just say raw smoked salmon? I don't. I don't think it can be raw yeah. and smoked, can it? <laughs> Let's no. just dump it in liquid smoke and call that smoked. <laughs> no, I guess I guess it just looks raw when mm-hmm. you when you can buy like that thinly sliced like smoked salmon like oh. for like locks and capers and stuff. That's what I like. I still consider it raw, but I guess technically it's not raw. Did you ever get? I, uh, I think it was Marendorf meats. Uh, I think. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. They, you could buy like a thing, like a kind of almost a fillet of like a prepackaged smoked salmon. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> mm, that sounds really good. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not afraid of the smoked salmon. I do enjoy it with like, like a lox and cape. Well, I'm not a big fan of the capers. Oh my god! If I go without, if I go without, the, if I go without <laughs> the capers on it, I am a fan. So you and Wes's roommate would get along so well over your uh, shared we hatred would. of capers. We would, we would. <laughs> it would be a, uh, a great time, great time. Mm. Even though we beef a lot, we beef a lot in all good nature, but uh, <laughs> that's something we can find common ground on. Well, uh, Wes has been talking about trying to get her to join in on our Stardew Valley farm. So we have that to look forward to. Um, Currently, they have a a separate farm by themselves because they're on the switch. But uh, he's he's working some magic to see if he can get her to put it on her computer and then play with us. (laughs) Yeah, I don't see why she wouldn't. She's uh, she's a big fan. So I would uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So I'm at I'm at the point in that game though where I just I'm like we're so far and now I just it's like a Minecraft situation where I'm like or like a sieve to where I'm like all right time to restart. No <laughs> no 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 we just well, broke into like know, the the, the real like opening of the world. There's places we haven't seen yet that we have know, to go and one, one day when uh, one day when we reach the end we can restart. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess but. Anyway, so what else did you do over the last week, weekend? Uh, well, well, I um, <clears throat> went ice fishing. Basically, um, people say I didn't, but I definitely, I consider you, me. You went out to a frozen lake and you sat there. 
and that's yes. pretty much what you did is what i i was told <laughs> i i went there sat there um towards the end i thought it'd be fun to run on the ice i ran on the ice and went knee first into the ice and uh yeah i mean i busted my knee pretty good but you know <laughs> we're able to walk still i consider it a breaking of the knee most people would say you're fine but to now extent. now how many fish did you catch while you were out there um let's see there was uh zero zero fish oh, zero fish oh okay zero fish <laughs> and, and how i didn't say i'm good on the ice? i didn't i didn't say i was good uh <laughs> at ice fishing um fun fact i've never caught on fish ice fishing but it's all about <laughs> the hang um sure, sure um i would say we were out there from i don't know probably 11 to 7 so was that like eight <laughs> hours <laughs> Pretty productive, pretty productive. Now, I think you said no one caught a fish. Like, nope, not a single not person. The, and I'm starting no, no bites, no nothing. Like, um, not that I can recall. Dang. I, uh, we, well, see, the problem was, <laughs> I think we were just in a bad area for it. Um, we continuously fish this bad area on this lake repeatedly. And we're just now realizing we should probably venture to the other side of the lake where most people I've talked to have caught fish there have caught fish. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're just going to have to do a walk across probably the whole lake to the other side of the lake where the sandbar <laughs> area is. And there's a little drop off area over there that we can hopefully rip some lips. But I'm kind of surprised you're out there that long and you never like moved your setup a little bit to try somewhere else. <laughs> we well we did. We were fishing pretty shallow and mm -hmm. then we eventually moved it twenty feet and went to the deeper zone that we were on the drop off of. So we did wow. move but not far. Okay. And all right. <laughs> and but it was it was just super windy and like it just was a pain to even move in the first place. So it was like sure. one of those things we're just being lazy, I guess. But I don't know. It was it was fun though. I still enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, and you and then, topped uh, off the night by by heading to the pub, the local watering yeah. hole. So the local watering hole met James and Wes there, and uh, Wes's roommate and uh, my girlfriend followed, and we uh, <laughs> we uh, we were looking at this. Um, I guess we can edit it out if we would like, but we are uh, making a in person studio, and we um, yeah, we're gonna do it at uh a location undisclosed i guess and it was uh, near the local watering hole and we uh yeah we just were basically visualizing the studio setup and we walked down in the watering hole after and bailey stayed true to what he said he was gonna do yeah and, he didn't uh, know what he was gonna order before we got there <laughs> yep i got what did i eat i think i <laughs> ate pretzel bites and the other blt wrap which was good and mm -hmm. then um uh went pretty hard in the alcohol world i had two long islands which is the max they'll serve you there um and then i had two rum chadas and ice that's why well i'm in a big rum chata kick right now so that's probably why you I didn't chose do yeah i also had two long islands there were shots of tequila i don't remember who i ended up with three shots out of the four i think we well, ordered one so. of them i'll be honest with you one of them was probably mine because i didn't do one and i knew i was gonna <laughs> I, I had i had that feeling in me i was like if i do any more i will puke and i did not want to puke yeah so i had to pawn it on a fellow companion <laughs> uh, james hoping my, i was hoping well I guess my girlfriend couldn't know if she was driving so yeah, yeah yeah you weren't driving <laughs> <laughs>
but I wish uh wish uh wish Heather would have taken one. I would love to see her facial reaction of it. Wes's roommate. It's pretty um pretty fun. Well we'll to have to it. have um maybe we'll have like a shot of something that comes around at uh your birthday dinner. Yes, yes, sweet food. Like last time. What was it last time? Like mango it, or something, brother? Yeah, you guys did a mango pe- uh no, just a mango tequila shot, I believe. I didn't do yeah. it. I tried the good. driblets of uh Lexi's after she was done with it, but <laughs> It did taste good, but yeah, they uh, they they surprise you with the old a la carte shots. <laughs> yeah, well, some man comes around with these delicious looking shots or drinks. I don't know if he described it as a shot. Like it, I think he did, but they came in like a rocks glass, and it was a pretty generous shot. Um, <laughs> it, it was like two. It was like a two in one. So yeah, probably it makes sense on why they were so expensive, but also, well, doesn't. it was also kind of like a fancier. <laughs> fancier yeah. dinner situation anyway so all the drinks yeah. are i need to figure out who's all but... i need to figure out who's all coming to uh my birthday you do dinner because i need to uh, basically i have this problem of over inviting sometimes so i really need to <laughs> figure out who i want to invite i don't know naturally we have like eight people already going so it's the same yeah last time plus one so now having gone to uh fugo de chao before what what are you most excited about going back well let me tell you what first off let's start this off with what i'm not excited about and it's that brazilian lemonade i knew you're gonna say (laughs) that's the first and foremost thing i'm not excited about um but if we're going off of excitements i had to get it out um i would man if it was just thicker like rum chata it would be the perfect drink but it's not maybe a little sweeter but that's not the point um i would say oh man man that that grilled cheese with the honey on it dude was so good (laughs) it was was really good that was or you know everybody goes for the meat all the different meat selection you get you get the i really like the sausage i really like that uh garlic pork tenderloin or parmesan tenderloin i can't remember which one the garlic steak was good um and everybody goes for all these bigger cuts of meat, like the, the like sirloins, the ribeyes, whatnot. And those are all good, dude. But their creme brulee was just so, <laughs> so good. And I know last episode I was bashing creme brulee trends that are going around or the brulee trends. But it theirs is just so perfect. Or like your key lime pie that you had last time. I mean, I'll probably mm-hmm. have to get one of those next time. But, um... <sighs> Probably, if we're going off of meat excitement, I'm probably, hmm, I'd probably do that, like, Parmesan, like, crusted tenderloin. I'd get pretty excited that about. That was very and that's, good. And that's just surprising to me, because I'm, like, I like pork, but, like, I'm a lot more selective of my pork than I am of my beef or chicken or fish. Oh, uh, I think, for sure. Yeah, I think it's, pork is easier to mess up, dry out. That's why, like, I don't like pork chops. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's just... I, but yeah, so like i think that it, it impressed me so much that that pork was so good that i mm-hmm. think that's what like made me like really like it or the so- like those uh the sausages had a kick to them too which i thought were really good yeah so, i mean besides like uh pulled pork or like a barbecue situation i think pork yeah. is probably the thing i ordered the least when i go out yeah. um just because yeah. like you said it's very easy to mess up that being said zindas does sound like they have a pretty good pork chop uh if we go there for mm-hmm. dinner again i will have to try that 
yeah, you're gonna have to report back to me on that because that is something I'm just not willing to pay money for. <laughs> Whoa! What if it's amazing? Their other food's it good. Could, we liked it, it so be. far. It could be, but I West went I think, there. He liked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys said the onion rings were really good. Were they like beer battered? Um, yeah. I I don't. It was like um. I think uh, the best way to describe them was like they're pretty light, not like overly battered, but they're also not very like greasy. It was kind of like a maybe like a tempura kind of battering okay, situation, okay, but like okay. hit the right ratio, not too much breading, not overly greasy, but it's like got that crunch, but it's kind of light and fluffy at the same time. It was it was really good. I, I like their onion rings a lot. Did you guys dip them in anything? Uh, we had their poblano ranch as well as some uh, ketchup there. So the classic. Uh, that poblano uh, yeah. ranch though is pretty so amazing. Good. As like, a person who isn't typically a ranch person, it's it's pretty good. Like I personally, I love restaurant ranch more than. Uh, I was just talking to someone today about it. Hidden we Valley. Talking, yeah, like Hidden Valley, like smashing our dreams of a sponsorship I used, in the future <laughs> yeah and it is what it is because i'd rather go to outback and have their ranch any day of the week so it's Whoa. like i think they just break it down with either like more milk i think is what it is to like i don't know what they do especially at outback but it's so good and it just beats any other ranch personally that you can buy in the store and that's okay but um <laughs> Just don't look out for a ranch sponsorship here. You know what I mean? <laughs> what is now, like, this isn't necessarily new, but something I I don't think we've super touched on the show yet. A lot of restaurants, um, fast food chains especially, are now, like, selling their sauces in, like, full bottles at the store now. Um, like, back in the day, yeah. I remember, like, Taco Bell was kind of like, oh, you're like, oh, yeah, I can buy, like, a whole bottle of Diablo sauce now and stuff like that. But I see it more and more. Which, uh, which like sauce that's from like a restaurant or like a fast food chain are you like most excited to be able to buy at the store? Th you that's know? already out, or I want to be out. Either, either. If it's not already out, then what you um, would like to be able to go okay. and do that with? Okay, I have two that I get excited about. I don't get yep. them often, or uh, you probably won't find them in the f my fridge or pantry or whatever often, but. The garlic parmesan from B Dubs and the Chick Fil A sauce mm -hmm. are the two that I get I get really excited about because the garlic parmesan is just great on pretty much everything. Yeah, and classic the combo. Chick that Chick Fil A is just like that ketchup baby barbecue sauce, <laughs> and it's just it's just so good too. That like I have to have put Chick Fil A that in sauce. I haven't had it in like a long time, oh. so I don't really know yeah. how is it like very unique. Um, from everything else or is it just kind of something that is a good version of the ketchup it's a good mayo combo whatever yeah, it is it's it's yeah. a good version of that. and you could probably recreate it pretty easily with like some worcestershire ketchup mayo barbecue and some like seasonings but um i'm not gonna do that so it is what it is but no that garlic <laughs> farm is you can go out and buy it now <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to go get some of that garlic parm because that that stuff just gets me gets me going <laughs> I, don't know. I I just I don't know. I'm just thinking about it right now. Like on some fries, dipping some fries in that. That's good. A burger would be good on it. You got chicken. Obviously, is good. That's what it's really meant for. Um, dude, I put that stuff on my mashed potatoes if I could, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those things. So good. I put it on my taters. <laughs> that's the new punchline. B Dubs, you're welcome. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I they're like, they're, I, I they're Asian. 
I, isn't that one of the new ones, the, the Asian Zing uh, or whatever? No, I don't think it's new. I think they came out with the Asian Zing, uh, a barbecue, and a garlic parmesan, the three they came out with originally. And I don't know if they came out with any more like to the public to buy, but I yeah. do know those are like a three-pack you can buy together or separately, hmm. whatever you so choose. Because I think the last then, time I went to B-dubs, they had a new like two new sauces and one of them was supposed uh, to be like a new extremely hot one and other one yeah, i yeah. think i thought it was the asian zing one that was newer but i could Dude, be wrong talk about food challenges that's the food challenge you need to do what is the blazing challenge where you I've just already, eat the 10 week have I've you already already done that one those, man yeah oh. well i've already got the blaze and then when i went the last time I went to be dubs which is a couple months ago um i got whatever the new like hot super hot sauce was uh well or at least i got like at least one wing in it and it wasn't like horrible honestly i mean i've had like the blazing sauce i like once while get on the side and just just remind myself of that i'm alive (laughs) there yeah (laughs) but but uh no dude you gotta like go with the intentions and tell them you're doing the blazing challenge so you get the headband and free ice cream at the end whoa uh, yeah okay there's like an actual like merch thing you can get from it i don't know if it's free or you're not gonna get a free meal but i think you get like a headband and some ice cream so So what you just get like 10 wings you said and the blazing sauce and just eat them yeah you just tell them the blazing challenge get their bone in too so you can do boneless with it for it to count and then Mm -hmm. um it's just 10 of them i believe and you just got to do it under like a certain like maybe an hour 30 minutes or something an hour and, uh, yeah and the no hour probably takes, seems a little long an hour to eat 10 wings <laughs> well let me uh let's just <sighs> let me just pull it up here uh that sounds good those peach bourbon wings we had at meat uh dude those were ago. so good they need to bring those <laughs> back those were like fantastic have we tried um, the wings at zinda's i think they also do like a smoked then fried um chicken wing as an appetizer there okay uh no i have not but i do know that they do have wings because i check their menu once a week <laughs> no no oh you said zindas zindas, zindas oh I, think yeah. for sh- I got confused with boss cider um i'm not sure if they have wings i'm being honest with you but i'm sure they do have some sort oh i know um, they do i, I thought we oh. i couldn't remember if we got one uh like an order of them when we went there but i don't think we did we got like the pretzels and and the like bruschetta thing um uh, last time i think Okay. Oh wow! What a what a reward by Buffalo Wild Wings. So participants yeah. must eat ten blazing knockout wings in five minutes or less. Five minutes um, or less. Okay, so you had you do have to be wolfing them down a bit. Yeah. Uh, you'll be named on the blazing wall of fame, which I think they have like on a TV, and that just like says your name <laughs> in this place. And then you also be rewarded with a thousand blazing reward points in their account to be used during future trips to buffalo wild wings Ooh. i thought i thought you uh you could do uh i thought you got a headband or maybe at one point you did and then like well let's just give them reward points um <laughs> but that, i guess it's rumored that the blazing how many units are in the blazing skullville units in the blazing challenge it's saying two million so hmm. that's um that's exciting uh the blazing sauce is made of nine hot peppers uh, including devil's breath carolina reaper scorpion ghost habanero and chili de arbul and probably some other fun stuff but this photo that i'm looking at also shows the headband and ice cream so maybe get that too which we will have to find out personally and (laughs) i think we all sit down and do it and then uh shame whoever can't complete it 
<laughs> I would be shamed fairly hard, but you know what? I just know that going in, so it is what it is. I feel like the sense of urgency to consume all the wings in under five minutes would, like, distract you from the heat. Like, it would be a pain after you ate them all. I'm assuming they probably make you wait, like, a minute or, you know, is it? Yeah. Is there, like, a challenge where, like, you can't drink anything or whatever? I imagine, like, once you finish, uh... they're, like, sit there for a minute and then feel the heat and then you win. I... I guess but. let me go to their actual thing here. Oh wow, this looks like terms and conditions. Uh, <laughs> Signing the waiver. Yeah. Uh, um. Must be eighteen years old. Kids. Uh, you have to remove all the wing meat from the bone with your mouth mm -hmm. only, subject to uh, anyone who vomits or regurgitates during the the course of the challenge is automatically disqualified. No drinks of any can be consumed while participating in the challenge, and bath breaks are not permitted. Um, can't use any other food, condiment, sauce, including, uh, but not limited to celery, blue cheese, or ranch dressing. Hmm. Uh, very, yep, the your name goes on the TV. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, it's about. Oh, they gave you so. That there's sounds like a good, uh, productive we weekend for the podcast to roll out there. Everyone sit down, do the Blazing Wing Challenge. We can all get headbands and ice cream, you know? Um, I probably will still get the ice cream, but uh, not from winning. So, <laughs> messed up. It is kind of messed up. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. I guess oh. I left and then joined back in. Here we are, living life. It's okay. As um, long as Craig's still going, we're good. Yeah, and we'll do it live. Uh, <laughs> you, on the other hand, did make a delicious almond almondy treat yesterday that I did have the pleasure of coming over and trying. Um, yeah. Would you like to uh, share with the class what uh, you brought for us to try today? Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, you can try making this at home. Uh, it is not my recipe. I looked it up online, but I was finishing some of the leftover goodies from Christmas that were in my like uh, gift basket. And they had some of these like little almond uh, biscottis, which are kind of like a crunchy uh, cookie thing that, you know, you typically have with your uh, coffee in the morning. Uh, it's near they're a little more dry. It's it's not supposed to be kind of like a uh, almond bread type situation, more of like a crunchy cookie yeah. kind of thing, yeah. but pretty good. Um, yeah, I thought so. wasn't as hard to make as I thought it would be. I don't know why I did. Baking stuff is always <laughs> a challenge for me. I'm more of a person who cooks things rather than baking things. I have I agree. screwed up pastries you. in the past, but I've been improving. Um, yeah, they're pretty easy to make. It was like flour, baking powder, salt, um, uh, regular sugar, and a little bit of brown sugar, some eggs, and mostly... Uh, that's most of it and you get some like almonds you can have them like uh, sliced or slivered either one works um, you need an orange to like zest into there and then you just need almond and vanilla extract and uh, it uh, came out pretty pretty well I think so I you had one um, I did. what did you think <laughs> um, yeah no I had it without any liquid but yeah I can well definitely <laughs> it, that, and that's on me too but like if I uh no, if I had like a coffee or anything, it'd, it'd make it better. But no, I thought they were really good. I like I liked how they were like more crunchier than fluffier. That seemed like that was definitely. Yeah. Wait, I mean, it's also it's nice because I, <laughs> well, 
the day I was making them, uh, Wes and I were playing Baldur's Gate and you were watching us play. So I had to like put things in the oven and then come back and like we we're playing that. And I'd be like, oh, I got to go check on the thing. And I did let my timers pass and like leave them in for a little bit longer. But it's fine because they're supposed to be crunchy anyway. Yeah. So I thought <laughs> it's nice because you can't like let your espresso express- suck it up. <laughs> yeah, well, you look away, and maybe you you're like got distracted or something. You're like, oh no, I left them in a little too long. They're not gonna like instantly burn on you or anything. They got some yeah. leeway with it. But uh, I thought they turned out pretty good, and then it made me, uh, you know, appreciate almond flavored baked goods again. And now I want to make those uh, yeah. Rudenberg torts again uh, or whatever. Dude, those were so good. The raspberry ones were so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. They're like little kind of upside down almond cakes, and you like soak them in rum, and then you top them with um, a glaze that's just like confectioner's sugar and water and then you put like um either i had two kinds of jelly i did like a raspberry jelly on top or i have like a ligonberry uh jelly okay. which is a little different but yeah, uh i had uh, i had the raspberry ones and those were so good <laughs> i would i would not complain if mo- i got a bag of those on my doorstep well randomly maybe you know but, maybe i'll make some for your birthday or something but uh if uh if you don't know james is a big fan of the almond world he, oh uh, yeah you know you do like your amarettos you do like your almond biscottis you like your almond tarts you like just an almond so. i don't know just like i like the almondy kind of flavor to especially in like baked goods i don't know i feel like you don't see it quite as often as everything else and it's just like a nice uh compliment to your coffee in the morning if nothing else so pretty good what would you say your favorite almond pastry would be my favorite almond pastry well those I have pork, one in like mind. I, yeah i don't have like as i said you don't see it as often so like in my limited experience i think at least as far as things i've made those those uh runenberg to- torts are pretty good they're like a cakey you know almondy thing pretty nice pretty simple to make yeah. overall how about you yeah do the almond cookies they can find almond cookies like, though those are mm-hmm. so good dude. those are so good are you thinking about the ones that um, some like Chinese takeout places have? Those almond cookies, like, uh, uh, yeah, basically the ones that you like you typically find at like the Asian market a lot that yep. we always see. Those yeah, ones the ones that, that I had to prevent myself from at buying. The buffet. Yeah, yeah, because they're the ones that you get at like a Chinese takeout place. A lot of times they they have those types of almond cookies there, and they're so good. It's a very specific cookie. You probably know what I'm talking about if you order Chinese takeout. Um, somewhat frequently and if you go to an asian market they'll have like giant sleeves and they're really not that expensive and i'm like i can't buy that i will eat all of them and that'll be a problem <laughs> and that and, and honestly that's okay that's okay <laughs> but yeah no almond almond stuff is pretty pretty good i do do enjoy it all I'm saying uh, is I'm out here baking stuff, but I do feel like I've been shopping with you multiple times and we end up at the bookstore and then this guy's like, uh, check this out. I'm going to buy a cookbook. And I'm like, cool. We should make some of that stuff and talk about it on the show. And I have yet to get a phone call from you. That's like, hey, come over to my house. I'm baking something out of one of my thousand cookbooks that I keep buying. <laughs> 
but no, when's it gonna uh, happen they're under the under stuff i was gonna say let's look at one right now and just decide a recipe real quick um <laughs> it's happening soon it's happening soon i was soon. actually just all right yeah soon day. tm Dude, it will be before you ever get a turducken i can tell you that much i, I can tell you you're probably you're right a... you're probably right that son of a bitch owes us a turducken <laughs> and he keeps trying to get out of it and he never will i won't be sad now i i did say last night we were watching our our show uh vikings the history yes. channel when whenever history channel decided to make uh dramas <laughs> They made Vikings, and it's all about Vikings and invading Sussex and everything. But uh, they had uh, one of the kings in Sussex where they were having, like, a feast or something, and they had, like, these flaming, like, the whole pig head. And I was like, if Wes does that, that's that's acceptable as well. I'll take that. <laughs> I mean, a flaming pig head you can't go wrong with either. So. <laughs> um, I'm definitely – I definitely let that slide as well. I think it would be quite the uh, – Quite the scene. Drops it. Whole plate apartment catches on fire, dude. <laughs> Is there any like dish from a very specific TV or uh, TV show or movie that you're like, mm. I have to have that in real life? Whether or not it's like a completely fabricated dish made of like fake materials or something that is like a real dish that you just happen to see in the show like is there uh, something that you can recall that you're like I need to have that <laughs> um I'm looking it up right now uh, oh okay you're looking it up now I will say um yeah um uh, sorry I'm can't multitask i'm dumb uh <laughs> you have to multitask the, we're doing a show you can't be quiet we're down a person <laughs> the uh there's this episode dude it's always scooby-doo that's where i find like okay yeah. all the food in scooby-doo looks amazing because scooby-doo um, has like the classic like they get a like a pepperoni pizza but they like bite it and they pull it like two feet away from your face like their faces and the cheese is all stretching out that's like the best kind of cartoon pizza is the best version of pizza <laughs> um which one i think it was it was in a carnival one where they went to the carnival okay it was like a I thought it was like a burger and ice cream. I was like, "What?" As a kid, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, had like it was like super stacked. But um, I, I think I remember. I guess, yeah, they were making their like ice cream sandwich, quote unquote. Yeah. But it was like using actual bread or something yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if you if you've seen the episode, you'd know. But um, the uh, also SpongeBob, like a Krabby Patty, even though it's just like a regular burger. I was like, dude, I need to have a Krabby Patty. But it's always just it's cartoons. It's not just the regular burger. They have the secret formula that we still don't know about, as far as I'm aware, unless the lore of SpongeBob has uh, developed since I've watched it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, it's just always like cartoons that like have the best food for me, honestly. Um, I can't, yes, I can't really like think of like any like live action or like real shows that have that uh flaming pig heads from vikings obviously i mean yeah i mean uh, yeah no. <laughs> i i can cool. be completely just like imagining this but i, I now that you brought scooby-doo i have like an image of an episode of scooby-doo where they have like a sub bread like the bread for like a sub sandwich and they're like putting scoops of ice cream on it and eating it at some point i could be completely fabricated yeah. but i feel like it's something that's in the show mm -hmm. at some point <laughs> yeah. oh um iCarly spaghetti tacos when I was a kid. Oh, always made me, like, wanted to, 
There's a little callback. Um, Dang, I Spencer. completely forgot about that. But as then, soon as you said spaghetti um, tacos, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, an elf, too, like that sugary spaghetti that he makes. Oh, my God. Oh, hey, seemed like... We should have done that for Christmas, make the elf yeah. spaghetti. I bet it's Next year. weird as hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just scrolling through, like, Google Images right now. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm yet to have had a ratatouille. I would like to enjoy that. I think that would be quite delicious. Yeah, I'm into that too. Um, and I'm just thinking about all these different movies that have all these like random. (laughs) There's a. Oh, you've seen Pulp Fiction, right? Oh yeah, it's that. uh, What's the hula burger or what? What is it called? Um, the Royal Cheese. That Mm. one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep that i think but i think that's just a quarter pounder with uh something that's like what they call in england the quarter pounder or cheese or something something yeah i remember those specifics but maybe want to have one and uh i think they had like a burger with like a pineapple on it too i can't remember little burger whatever but i feel um, like a uh another kind of iconic food at least cartoon wise is like the classic simpsons donut with like the pink frosting and like the sprinkles on it it's like a very specific donut that homer always like wants to eat or something those donuts look pretty good even though i'm sure it's just a regular donut but (laughs) um i'm really now i was watching that now this is funny i was watching uh good mythical morning today yeah and i was this isn't a good one um there we go 2000s and it was shown like discontinued food in uh that from way back when and it's mm-hmm. basically them like people like uh they had to guess what the mythical beast uh disliked the most and one of them is like a line of discontinued food and yeah one of them that i really wanted to try was like uh mcdonald's like hula burger i think is what it was called Okay. And that looked weird. And then that made me think, what discontinued items do I wish I would have been able to try? Hmm. Um but let me get the hula burger recipe down here. Um it looked like it had Yeah, it looked like it had the fish fillet steamed bun. And it mm-hmm. looked two pieces of cheese, just a slice of pineapple, and <laughs> classic. Yeah, it looked like like ketchup. It was still on it too. Wait, and, what? Uh, is there like a patty a, coming up here no, somewhere? No, no, that's oh. like in ingredients. It says bun, pineapple, and cheese is all it was. No, um, I don't know about that. I don't know if I'm into that. Yeah, that's, that's strange. That's strange. I understand why that got discontinued. That's a weird one. <laughs> I wanted to try it though. I think it'd be. An, I mean, it sounds a, like something that's relatively simple for you to make, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely would, but it's no. It's no Mickey D's. No, well, maybe you get a fish fillet and you steal the bun off that and then you can get, like, the cheese on it. You can get, like, the vast majority of that and then just get a piece of pineapple yourself. Grill it. I assume it's grilled. I hope it's grilled, at least. And then you throw it on there and then you call it a day. Um. Uh, uh, Boom, here we go. But then, like, Taco Bell had, like, a seafood taco salad that looked, like, intriguing and then, like, that, that 
terrifies me. I don't know if I'm into seafood from Taco Bell in any capacity. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I am a Taco Bell stand around these these parts. I will defend Taco Bell. Uh, their breakfast is very good. Pretty, pretty economic, too, as far as fast food is concerned these days. And I like their $5 boxes when they have them. Um, I know they got rid of, like, the actual $5 box, and now it's, like, a limited-time thing. And then they have, like, a slightly more expensive box that's like the same thing but that's what they have all the time and you only get like the super good five dollar deals some of the time but that's still the best like a chalupa box get extra taco get a little cinnamon twists like pretty great oh yeah um you're not wrong dude seafood though i would question like the meat at taco bell tastes good it's questionable enough as it is seafood is maybe maybe going a step too far for me personally It was, yeah, dude. Like, I did. I'll be honest. I've been getting in the fish fillets again recently. Oh my and god! I love, I love a fish fillet. Yeah. So I guess, I guess a fish sandwich isn't too crazy for me. But I, uh, I don't know. I think I don't know if I would eat like any other like seafood. I guess mm. I like the, oh, like, the old McDonald's make lobster. <laughs> I would never eat that lobster. Yeah. I don't know about lobster at McDonald's. I mean, it's it's probably fine, I guess, if you're willing to eat their fish sandwiches as it is. Um, but that's what you're talking about, different kinds of fish and chips you had when we were at the pub um, a couple days ago. Yeah. So and you, you seem to like a, a fish and chips that's made with a fish that's not super fishy, like a pretty, you know, basic one doesn't have a super strong taste like a white fish cod. Yeah, um, I am um, typical kind of situation. Yeah, when I when I'm eating like some fish and chips, I don't mind a fish here fish like salmon's really good. Um, you had, you had salmon fish and chips. No, but I'm just saying like in general, I don't but mind we a fish here fish. <laughs> Mm-hmm. good into like a that beer battery saw like i'd be batter. i'd be into it i love salmon i, would, I, would ex- I have yet I to have salmon in a form that i don't like so like i was like i was saying like i bet a, like a really good like fancy like gourmet fish and chips would be like a sea bass i think that would be a perfect one to be a little more gourmet with but um yeah no like fish and chips when it's like breaded like that i prefer it to be like more chicken-esque in a weird way so like cod doesn't put out that like strong fishy taste it's more of like the chicken version of the fish where it's just like white meat no fishy taste it kind of like could trick you into thinking you're in a weird way eating chicken um it's good with the tartar it's good with lemon it's still but most fish is good with lemon but um <laughs> i don't know because but like tartar is such a big part of it for me that like some fish doesn't taste don't doesn't taste good with tartar sauce like mm. salmon like salmon and I don't that, think I've ever fish... had salmon with tartar sauce. But, I have. Uh... I've I've attempted it several <sighs> times because I'd like to have a sauce with like Dang. fish because I'm a huge saucy boy. So I don't I don't know. I think the tartar is such a huge component for me when it comes to fish and chips with that bready, greasy, mm-hmm. deep fried. It just makes it so much better. When I was younger, just... I used to not like tartar sauce, and I've come around on it since then. Um, yeah. So I feel like. Even if I had a fish and chips that wasn't particularly good of a tartar sauce, I could probably make it work. Now I'm really curious. I wonder if we get, we should see how many like different cuts of fish that we can get um, yep. from like a local market or something and try a bunch of different fish and chips and see which ones we like. Um, yep. If there's anything better than like the OG, just like cod is probably the most common fish and chips. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had a recent one that was like, 
don't remember what it was. Do you remember? Did I tell you what that fish was I recently had? I want to say you said it was like haddock or something. Yeah, yeah, haddock. Yeah, yeah, it started with an H, so probably haddock. That was like, I tried it and I was like, this is definitely a little more fishy. This isn't cod. And I asked my buddy and he was like, I'm pretty sure it said cod. And it turned out it was haddock. So I was like, well, I don't know. It's just, it seems a little too fishy for me. But if you had like red snapper, like fish and chips or something like that, I don't know. I've never had a red snapper, so. I've never we gotta go snapper. to uh, I know, I know authentic I know. Caribbean cuisine we'll and get their whole cooked red snapper. Pretty good. A side of sour sop juice, dude. Oh my god, that sour sop juice yeah, is so good. I love sour sop. Well, dude, actually, since we're on the topic of seafood, I went to All You Can Eat Red Lobster uh, oh? shrimp night, and let me tell you, dude, did not disappoint. They have this, you know, it's not your typical fish uh, flavor, but they have a salt and vinegar flavor right now, and it's just like. Just like, breaded shrimp, and then they, oh, they okay. toss it in like a dry salt and vinegar seasoning. I'm telling you, pretty good, pretty good. I'm kind of into fan. that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, big fan, big fan of it. And I was a big fan of their coconut shrimp too. That's what I housed the most of. So I like but, a little coconut shrimp. I almost like if I had the option between like coconut shrimp or like butter garlic shrimp, I'd probably go with the butter garlic every uh, time. But I don't mind coconut shrimp. So. There's a key factor. Oh, okay. Does it come with the sweet coconut sauce that you can dip in? I thought coconut shrimp is just like... Yeah, I mean, it has coconut in the breading. It does. But that red lobster, at least, it comes with a nice, like, dipping sauce that's, like, creamy coconutty. That's interesting, sauce, And it is delicious. I'd be willing to try that. Because, I mean, cocktail sauce is okay. I can eat it with the shrimp, but I just really hate horseradish. And it's, I mean, it's a do- prominent thing in the cocktail sauce. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Is it you though? Know? Yeah. What do you mean? It's like ketchup and horseradish is what a cocktail sauce is. I thought it was like Worcestershire sauce or whatever. Well, well, well the red's ketchup and then you have your the spiciness and cocktail sauce is horseradish. I'm sure Worcestershire is in it. But... Spiciness. It's barely spicy. Well, you got your kick from the horseradish cocktail sauce is a cold sauce made with ketchup or chili sauce and horseradish typically served with seafood Mm. once again bailey is always correct and everybody should just listen to bailey Mm. competition but just let the people know Um, yeah i don't know how i feel about that (laughs) i feel great about it um I guess we're coming up to the, uh, our closing here, but I do have a fun thing that I will. I wanted to ask you and get your opinions of. I have a couple best. So I was on Instagram. Yep. And uh, as you always are, as I know, because I my saw... phone blows up with all your messages. Yeah, and I mean it's all fun food stuff. I could send you the stuff I normally see, <laughs> and you'll just not want to be. I'm good. Part of Instagram. I'm good. You know, I won't. I won't affect your algorithm. Uh, but others I will it was okay perfect um so this person made a burger um I think it Mm. has like a sour cream uh sauce on it with uh caramelized onions white cheese but the bun is the key uh difference maker in this this person used and I think this might be could be revolutionary is pierogi big pierogies as the bun oh yeah Ooh. think of that with it works well with that sour cream 
because you i typically dip my progies in sour cream um yeah it it looks delicious i will send it to the discord right now actually <laughs> but i should have done this earlier but i want to kind of surprise you and have it all fun games dang but, that does sound really good uh yeah then i so like i was like wow that looks amazing i just saw oh, yeah it does yep yep and then i saw another one where someone's using uh grilled like like they just cut an onion in half pretty well not in half but they slice an onion so that all yeah. the rings are together sure they fry those up and put those as buns and i'm like dude that would even be better i'd love I feel that like idea. that's too much onion i feel like that's too much for that well one. when you saute it it's not as strong if you use like a yellow white onion to where they're not already that strong and oniony flavor i think it'd just be mm, okay i think it'd just be fine yeah um all right i, I also love onions so that gets i i love onion i could eat it in every meal <laughs> but um yeah then then it brought up the idea of maybe if you had like a better burger bun idea and then maybe west next week we'll have one the best but, burger bun that is not a bun a bun yeah it's not bread based essentially i mean like not bread based okay well so like it's just not like a piece of bread it has to be another food of some sort like, okay i don't know if that makes sense but yeah i don't know those those were like a great idea and then hmm. do you have any uh, like things that stand out to you as far as um, what your best bun so, would be so i don't think another meat filled thing would work because then you're just getting a lot of like already meat and, like, disagree i as we know on this podcast i am the double meat on my sub kind of person I, if it's a good deal so no i'm not i'm not saying you're wrong on that i'm not saying you're wrong but i like bow if buns. you already have more ground beef i don't Pork know just filled bow buns as the buns of your bigger sandwich so bow bow actually might be a really good one but then yeah. i'm like why don't she just eat, fill the make the burger into a bow and then just eat the, just the bow by itself because that wasn't the question the question was what i guess you're right you're right do you right, want right, me to right. use as the buns of a larger sandwich and or burger and i say like a pork filled bow bun would be amazing yeah, yeah. and then um or an uncrustable for you sweet and savory people oh use dude. uncrustables to make uncrustable? a like a burger or something an uncrustable might be the best because now I'm thinking about the peanut butter burgers I love so much. Yeah. That, see, and this is that was that, totally for you and Wes, who's not here, because I'm sure he would have brought it up because you two are like the biggest uncrustable fanboys I know. It's a perfect to go sandwich. You could, I, it's just <laughs> ideal. It's just such okay. a convenient sandwich. Sure. Okay. We've heard enough about your opinion on uncrustables. Anyway, that's for you guys. That would be because that would satisfy my personal. Uh, jam and or jelly on a burger i'm a big fan of that i think that would be good um no. what else uh i was thinking dude i was thinking maybe you like link up a bunch of mozzarella sticks together if you <laughs> like like a little mozzarella stick like raft that you well, strap yeah. together and make it into like a bun oh no um a what really if I good just took like be... a cube of cheese and fried it as if it were a mozzarella stick? So it was like a square, want. like raft shape instead of like strapping them together with an edible string or something. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking you just line them up and just have to hold on to them. It's very, it's not a convenient way of eating. <laughs> but then I'll say, yeah, hold them. Uh huh. 
maybe like a uh maybe some like big like jalapeno popper but buns you can make i think mm. those would be really good you could do those i think you but. could do a lot if you if you specifically make that food item in a shape that yep. fits your sandwich like because you could use yep. a lot of different stuff but like if you know that's what its purpose is going to be, I think that you could make a lot of things work. Like I said, like a mozzarella stick, I would probably just take, you know, a thinner but like round or square slice of cheese yeah. and then fry the whole thing so it's more like a bun. Yeah. Um, that, that's that would be good. Though. If you want to lean away from like a breaded thing, I think if you just took two like big cuts of like pineapple, like rings, like thicker Ooh. pineapple rings, you could like put, I don't know, a pulled pork sandwich on it or something like that grill them so nice <laughs> welcome thing. to that there's your uh gluten-free version of a, a sandwich just use <laughs> pineapple rings like giant pineapple rings as yeah. a bun well that's what they uh that one of the onion rings i saw an example it's like a flying dutchman is what they call like a bunless burger and in and out so someone's like a flying dutchman in and out version with onion as the bun and i was like huh my problem good. with the like i know it's not in ring form but it's like you know more of like a larger portion of the onion i i just feel like an onion ring cracks and crumbles and it wouldn't hold together well, well you enough don't to you eat don't it. well you don't um don't deep fry it if you know you what i don't mean don't deep like, fry it you ju- it's so like sauteing just... it it's like oh uh, okay yeah, I, don't, I don't know if that changes your mm. perspective i, don't, I still don't think because the onion's gonna like things are gonna leak out it's not like because it's lacking the extra like breading and stuff it's not absorbing anything so i think it wouldn't hold together very well but you know yeah, uh, i could be wrong i could be wrong also that's too much onion for me i i, I think just in general on principle that's that's a ton of onion <laughs> um, obviously you should have brought up uh what you have already had in practice uh garlic bread for the outsides of your Garlic, sandwich you had a, yes. you just had a spaghetti sandwich not long ago so i think we talked about this on the last one yeah but that yeah was... yeah that's what i'm saying like i feel like garlic bread is a good sub i mean any yeah, version of a bread yeah is kind of separate hmm. like oh maybe the flying dutchman dish naturally comes with like the onions as the bun because like uh let me do copy image and just put it over here for you. These will all be on our Instagram when we post this. But like uh it's sending right now. But like that that's like the idea of it right there. Why and is that so, picture so tiny? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> it's such a small picture. Its resolution is it's like a like a 200 by uh, 200 pixel picture. It's yeah, just a very small I, I just copied and pasted from Google, so I don't know what you want from me. I'm just, I can kind of see it, the onion almost looks like, oh, here's one, uh, hash browns. Hash browns. Like Ooh, that, that's what that yeah. onion reminds me of. Like, I know it's onion, yeah. but it lo- has that, like, hash brown, like, color to it. Yeah. Hash brown hash sandwich. might be the most ideal, to be honest with you. That's, that might be the move. Some nice crispy hash brown, like, buns, dude. That'd be so good. I'm in. I'm in on the hash brown. <laughs> I'm in, but no, James. Do you have anything else to add to this amazing show, or shall we uh, wrap this bad boy up? I think we're ready to wrap it up. All right, perfect. Everybody, be sure to email us at dinnerforbreakfastpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, that's where you can hit us up with all the food topics you would love us to talk about. Find us on all of our socials. Um, and yeah, thanks to Alexander Hume for our theme song, as Wes would typically say. 
James, you ready to sign out of here? <laughs> I think so. Thanks again for listening, guys. Let us know how you liked uh, the episode without Wes. We are thinking about replacing him. If you want to replace him, send us an email. We will uh, definitely vet all inquiries, and we're ready to get him out of here, honestly. So just uh, just let us know. Hit us up again. Awesome. All right. Peace, guys. See ya.